Welcome to Take a Break, the podcast where we review and banter about movies on a weekly basis. I'm William. I'm Henry. Today we're starting a new month, the Buddy Cup Month. He's my buddy. I'm his buddy. And we're cops. But not really. Yeah. <laughs> we were just watching about cops doing cop things like arrest people and treat people, sexually harass people and cops. Bad girl, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> bad girl, bad girl, <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do when I come for you? When I come on you. Oh, um, okay. Cool. Uh, and here we go. Okay. So, uh, the movie that we watched this week was the original Lethal Weapon, not the new TV show, the original film. I tried to watch the, wa- the, the TV show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were watching completely different things, but yeah, I saw I saw it on um, line. I was like looking for the original thing um, to watch, but all I see is the TV show, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, when I when I also Googled it up too, good old Google. Not a lot of people know it exists still. Yeah, I still use Yahoo. Yahoo, I use Ask Jeeves, which is just Ask now. Oh. Just ass. Just ass, 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 ass. Yeah, it comes up with a new rebooted TV show, which I'm just, who wanted a TV show? Is it still based on the same thing? Yeah, there's awesome. Murtaugh and, and Riggs and that are still in it. Completely new cast, though. Oh. Because, you know, Mel Gibson. The old. Yo. Lethal Weapon came out in 1987. Good year for action films, or good era for action films, the 80s. Uh, it was directed by Richard Donner. Who is also known for directing the one of my favorite Bill Murray movies, Scrooged, The Goonies, the original Superman, and the original Omen. Wow. The guy who directed the first Superman film of all time did also did Lethal Weapon. Wow! Uh, it was written by Shane Black, mm-hmm. who is mostly well known for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He wrote and directed that. No idea. Great movie. No. Oh, that could be uh It'll be for next Buddy Cop month when we revisit Buddy Cop month. No kiss, no bang. It's no, really good. No thank you. Really good. Has Iron Man in it. Oh, okay. Well, Speaking of Iron Man, he also wrote and directed Iron Man 3. Oh, fuck. Personally, what a, I think is actually a pretty good movie. This a lot guy has a lot under his belt. Note that, not really, he has only three films. Three oh. or four films. He uh, was blacklisted after Lethal Weapon. Oh, and why? he didn't make a movie. I can't remember why. Who made the next Lethal Weapons? Uh, he didn't, he wrote the original what about and the next, the next two or th- two or three different writers each. They're one. still good. They're, oh, they get better and better with each one. Huh. Like this one's good. Yeah. They just get better. Is it the same actors then? Still same actors, same everything. Uh, I think the director changes as well. Oh. Before you got into the movie. Should probably have watched this before, but I haven't. So this is my first time watching. So I was like, "Oh, it's probably gonna be like, I don't know, some good cop, bad cop thing going on, which kinda is, but more crazy, cause Mel is crazy. <laughs> He's a crazy actor. But like, I didn't really have much thoughts going into it, but during it, I had thoughts about it. I'm like." The 80s is a weird time. Like, in the beginning scene, it's... You never told me that it was a Christmas movie. So I when, totally forgot it was a Christmas movie. So when the Christmas jingle came along, I'm like, why? Literally, when the first... when Because uh, it's been so long since I've seen the, the film. I saw it when, before 4 came out. Because I heard about 4... Like, uh, when 4-4 came out on in theaters and that, mm-hmm. I was like, Lethal Weapon. 
heard of them, never watched them. This is like 1998, mm-hmm. I think, give or take. I was like, I should watch the Leith Weapon films. And we went to our local little VHS rental place near, near near inner town. <laughs> little, little place called Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Oh, that wasn't Blockbuster. It was actually the mom and pa shop, pretty much. Mom went there. Mom shop called Roger's Video. Roger's Video. Roger's Video. Yeah. That's what it was called. <laughs> uh, rented the first three films and watched them back to back. And I honestly don't remember a lot. Like, I remember the fourth one more vividly because mm-hmm. I saw that when it, like, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it when it first came out on VHS mm-hmm. pre-DVD. And I watched it and I remember a shit ton about that one. But the first three, maybe because I marathoned through them all, I don't remember a lot. They all kind of blur in together. And right off the bat, when it started doing the Christmas jingle, I was like, Wait, did I put Die Hard in? <laughs> I was like, what are you what, watching? What movie am I watching? Yeah. Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? No, I lied, actually. The first thought when I was supposed to watch it yesterday was that, oh, Samuel L. Jackson. But then I mixed it up with Pulp Fiction. Oh, you went Pulp Fiction? Because Samuel I, L. Jackson's in Die Hard as well. Oh, really? He's in the third Die Hard movie. Oh. Which is the first Die Hard movie not to take place on Christmas. Huh. I think. I can't remember. Yeah. But, yeah, the 80s is a strange time. The first few scenes were of like full frontal nudity of double mark my second note was die hard question mark boobs double exclamation mark not even five minutes in yeah and then dead boobs yeah <laughs> there's just front full frontal nudity from all like, it's like everyone it's like the first shot it's like this really cool cityscape panning shot yeah and then it comes up on this like apartment building like yeah. a hotel kind of thing comes up on this one like the um the what do you call that? The high rise condo? The high suite? What do you call it? The penthouse? penthouse? The penthouse suite window, yeah. right? This giant window. Comes in there. You see a woman lying there. And you're like, oh, she must be dead. Yeah. This will be the catalyst. Like, oh, she's dead. Someone comes across her. That starts the whole yeah. murder nah. mystery. Because the film's kind of a murder mystery as well. No, no, no. It's just she a naked could, chick lying there. Yeah, just lying <laughs> down doing some coke later. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. And then, you Do know, some drugs. drugs. Yeah. But then after that, after that cut scene... You get the whole like. How do you use cutscene? Like, like it's a video game. This, well, after, this full uh, yeah. an hour and forty five minute FMV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After that cutscene, I had to like do quick time events and stuff. <laughs> so the next quick time event was, um, what's his name? I forgot what his name. The cop, the which, old cop. Which one? The uh, Donald Glover's character. Yeah. Uh, Murtog. Murtog, I would call him. Yeah. Mel. Murtog. Mel and. Murtog. I just call him Merc. Murk. Mel and Merc. So oh, Riggs. No, no. Is Mel Gibson. No. I, I go my notes I go back and forth. I call him Riggs, I call him freaking Gibson. His name's Mel. So it cuts to Mel. No, Merck. Also half naked. In the bathtub. In the bathtub. <laughs> and they're saying happy birthday to him. Then what on on like a week before Christmas. Eighties is a weird time, man. Fuck yeah. If you do that right now, that's no. Someone's gonna call the cops if that ever happened. Did you you notice every time they had a conversation, they would talk really quiet oh. and stern. I was gonna say that. And every time they stopped saying something, jazz, saxophone yes, would crank up. Is. And then jazz stop, start talking again, normal, and then jazz music. That's what that's what I wanted to say. I wanna say like every time I notice that in the first few scenes, every time the daughter shows up, that's when the sax plays. Yeah. Like when she put on the dress. Slightly sexual yeah. jazz saxophone yeah. throughout the entire film. Which is weird because when his daughter came down with the dress and her dad was just watching her and then the jazz came on. I'm like, no, <laughs> not that type of movie, no. please. <laughs> Speaking of the daughter, you know what's really weird? Okay, what? so I, I, I tried to do this math. Murtaugh celebrating his 50th birthday. Yeah. Mel Gibson's character. She's like 22, isn't she? Mel Gibson's character is supposed to be 38. Mm-hmm. No, Mel Gibson at the time of filming this 
was 30. Mm-hmm. So he's playing That's someone close, much older yeah. than him. Looks the party, yes. He's Relatively crazy close. enough. Yeah. He ends up with the daughter. Oh, does he? After the first film. They I... start dating. She... Foreshadowing right there at the end of the movie. Um, Murda... Merck was like, don't touch my daughter. And yeah. And they flash jump f- four movies. They end up having a kid in the fourth film. Oh, so they actually get together? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I totally thought Chris Rock was in this movie. I think he might be just in the fourth film. I can't remember. But Chris Rock's in it, and he bangs, uh, he gets someone else pregnant, too. When I think of Chris Rock, I just think of, like, Rush Hour Chris Rock. Or, um, what's that other movie? The Alien movie. Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Oh, fuck. We gotta watch that, too. I don't like I it. I fucking love... That's Chris Tucker, by the way, not Chris Rock. Oh, that's racist, dude. That's Rush Hour, like too. Rush Hour. Speaking of racism... Chris Rock, then? Chris Rock is the stand-up comedian. Also known as Chris Tucker. That's Chris... Chris Tucker is a stand-up comedian, too. Chris Tucker? Hold on. Let me, let me Google this. Google yeah, this. Google. I bet you five bucks Chris Tucker is a stand-up comedian. Also Chris Rock. Also Chris Dave... Tu- Chris Tucker... Is he is a stand up comedian? See? Not not stand up. Not built stand up comedian first though. Chris Rock is stand up comedian and then actor. And then actor. Chris Tucker is an American actor, and then stand up comedian. He Chris Tucker is in Rush Hour with Jackie Chan. Okay, what, what was Chris Rock then? Uh, Chris Rock is. Oh oh, I know Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Every, everybody the hates black Chris. Guy. Everybody hates the Chris. TV show. Yeah yeah, yeah. the kid. He's also in Dogma, Grown Ups. Yeah yeah. Uh, okay. Down to Earth. Uh, the Longest Yard, a bunch of... Oh, we need to watch Grown Ups. Oh, wait, I think Chris Tucker is the one that knocks up. So I was right then. The... So you were wrong. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, so Chris Tucker... Uh, Chris Tucker, Chris Rock is the one that ends up with uh, the daughter. Not, what? Not Mel Gibson. Oh. I don't know, we'll get to the fourth film eventually. Okay. We'll get there eventually. Well, well, They're all fucking great. They get better and better with each film. Okay. But speaking of racism, back to the racism remark between Chris Tucker and Chris Rock. Yeah. There's a line in the film. This is much later in the movie, but I just want to bring this up. It's jumping. Okay. Where I was watching it with my wife, and the line that Mel Gibson says, I had to turn to her and be like, wait, did they just did they just fucking say that? And she's like, yes, it's the 80s. I'm like, true, it is the mid to late 80s. Mel Gibson turns to the guy torturing him. Remember the scene where he's oh, like yeah, yeah. sprayed with water and electrocuted? Yeah. He turns to the Chinese guy and goes, looks at the uh, the guy who's with him, the white guy, uh, Josh Joshua. Uh, Gary Busey's character, by the way, Gary fucking Busey, is no the main villain, jo- Mr. Joshua. Yeah, but Turn, I don't know he looks to, He's the blonde guy. That yeah, but they I don't know who he is. Gary Busey? You know who the fuck Gary Busey is? I mean, I'll probably know where he's from. He has like Tourette's or something in real life. I have Tourette's. Yeah, you, have Tourette's. you are Tourette's. I am. You are, you, you are the superhero no one asked for, Mr. Yeah. Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. But he turns to him and he goes like, I'm going to say this. Say I'm, I'm gonna... If I say your name and you turn it backwards, it says my name. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just look at the face that he just gave me just now. The brand of the brand. Yeah, that for like, a second. What did you, why? <laughs> but um, he turns, I'm going to beep this out because it's very racist. Okay. And he turns to uh, Busey and goes, "Who's the?" <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, wait, they just... Oh, it is the '80s. Yeah, but it's, it is a different time. We were we watched um, Fast and Furious last month. We said, oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
No, they, it threw me off there for a second. I totally forgot I was watching a movie from the late eighties. Yeah, it was like a completely different time. Like, like what, even make, what threw like, you off? Like the jazz what? music or what? <laughs> Freaking jazz music. Man, I wish throughout the entire film. I wish that everywhere I go, and there's like like a serious moment I get, bam, jazz, jazz music. music. Yeah. No, man, it should be when you're not talking. Just jazz, jazz music. music. And then like, like you start running, the jazz music gets more intense yeah. than that. And then you stop and you have a nice conversation. Like if you freaking you're having a conversation with somebody, like like your girlfriend or something like that, it gets a little sexy. <laughs> I, I remember But it's just I'm... constantly playing in the background. <laughs> just always, but it gets louder when things in happen. Certain, certain situations. But there's always a hint of it. Yeah. So I just realized something. Audio back then was pretty bad. Yeah, like like what you mentioned earlier, I agree completely. Before before we recorded, I just I asked you if it was just your if it was my version or your version. I got a Blu-ray rip of it, uh, and the music and sound effects were extremely loud, but the audio quality of the conversations were so quiet that yeah. sometimes the music overpowered it, and I had a hard time hearing things. Yeah, like when they talk on the phone or the walkie-talkie or radio, or whatever. It's just like, hello, can you hear me? <laughs> and you're like, like, no, I can't. I, I honestly missed some of the setup, like the whole reason why, like like the part where um you find out that her pills, the the girl that started the film, yeah, the half naked chick, uh, has cyanide in it. Oh. Um, I missed that part the first time because there's so much world audio going on and music going on when the cop the approached jazz, man. When, when 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 the cop approached Murtog, I missed that part until they brought it up ten minutes later again. And I was like, oh, there's cyanide in the pills. Cool. No, cyanide in the pills. When did they find that out? Oh, yeah, the part where I couldn't hear anything was going on because of the music and sound effects. Another thing with this movie, it's so calm. Like, no one had the sense of urgency. Yeah. It's like, oh, a woman was found dead. Oh, she was... It was an attempt of murder. Yeah, and everyone's just and like... And everyone's just like, yeah. Huh. And then you have these group of mercs running around shooting people. Yeah. Left and right. There's... Like, everything that's with the movie is so weird. It's like, bam, car bomb, boom. And house. nobody reacts. Nobody. Yeah. Like, all the kids are like, whoa, cool, <laughs> let's do it again, bro. And the one that, <laughs> that was, that felt very Goonies. Like, that was a very 80s uh, Theme, yeah. film for kids. Guess that was the reaction. Like, these kids are just like mischief kids, like, kind of like Sandlot. And that. Yeah. And then the, the house blows up. <laughs> Mel Gibson and Danny Glover's reaction were just. Oh shit! We should call this. In. Yeah, you, you kids okay? <laughs> Lose any fingers? Is what he said. Yeah. And it's just like okay, this is a different time. Like, and then like, <laughs> I never grew up in that time where I was allowed to just run around amok at nighttime. That was well, yeah. Now with serial killers and shit, like yeah, that, and rapists, <laughs> and then like doors were unlocked. Like, remember in the beginning when his daughter's friends just came in and they like ate bacon. Yeah. Just yeah, like, and it's like, and then like the thing is like right now it's like what the then, fuck are you doing in my house right now? And then Murtog sends them home. Yeah. And it's like where's and, my daughter? Where's my daughter? All right, you two get yeah. home. And they just split and yeah. run alone. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's like, like okay, they're gonna, they're bye. Gonna get, gonna get killed or yeah, raped. Good, goodbye, kids. <laughs> There's a guy running around blowing up houses. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. No. Oh man. The it's, entire conversation too with the kids where they're talking about like they're trying to interview like get what it was. Yeah. The one kid's like. My mom says cops shoot black people. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like uh, two of the cops are black. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, if I was Danny Glover's character, I'm like, I'm black. He's black. He hasn't shot us yet. And he's white. <laughs> and also the, um, the part before that, when he, they were investigating, they were going to the, the hook, the hooker's house. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, y'all going to bust. You all gonna bust, bust um Dixie or something, and then like 
He, he's like, no, no, shh, close, close your mouth. They're like, yo, Dixie, you're going to get busted. <laughs> it's like freaking ghetto kids. We're just going to have a coffee yeah, over here. Over here, yeah. It was so funny. Oh, man. Throughout the film, they bring up a war. And I don't war. know because maybe because the audio was off on it. And that. You were off. I Or I just missed the part where they mentioned Vietnam War. And I was like, Wait, what fucking war were they talking about? So I started doing the math with their ages to try to figure out which war they were in. Not realizing that the Vietnam War was a thing. Was, <laughs> I totally forgot yeah, that the was, War. That war was like 30 years before this movie. So, yeah. But like I was just going through and I was like, well, fucking, what's his face? It's supposed to be 38. He couldn't be in World War Two, but he was 18 during the war that he was in. He was a merc. Yeah. In the war, Murtaugh was 50. He was at the prime age to be drafted off for World War Two. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But I was like, how was fucking Mel Gibson nearly 20 years younger than him in the movie in the same war? And I was so confused. And he's talking about how he was in the war and, and when he was 18. And I see Beasley's character is supposed to be the same age. What fucking war? And I'm like, are they talking about the Cold War? Nobody died in the Cold War. That lasted until 1991, but the war is over with. And then it dawned on me. I was like, oh, fuck, they're talking there, about the Vietnam yeah. War. <laughs> there's, there's one war they never taught us in Canada. They never did. Yeah. You know, in the States, they teach um, people about the Nam War. Here, they don't. Because well, we're not involved. We were not we're involved. involved. It, was yeah. just, it was just America that yeah. was involved. And a couple other countries. And, and your, your, your country. Yeah, my country. Vietnam. Vietnam. The Vietnam War is such a weird war because every time you hear about it, there's like, like you know, it's you make the jokes. the war like, that America lost. Like, Nam flashbacks and this and that, right? It was so gritty. But then, why. Why, is, why is every TV show or movie say like there's always like an evil organization that was made after the Nam war because like mercenaries right well the mercs in this yeah they were hired by the in this film they're hired by the cia to help take over vietnam yeah clearly failed yeah but like not just this america movie. had to retreat from vietnam every other movie everything that involves the vietnam war there was some special government yeah like organization there's always like a special, special ops. ops yeah that was designed just for vietnam wolverine remember did you watch oh, that yeah the wolverine films there yeah. it's the um weapon x in that yeah it was part of that saber tooth everyone was, was in the task force for the vietnam war and I'm clearly like, they lost what the fuck is it's going so weird on? though because they have these special forces that are supposed to be these intense, elite yeah elite soldiers but america had to retreat right they still lost because the Vietnamese used guerrilla warfare. Mind you, Vietnamese are not fighters. We're farmers. I was gonna say the entire. That's what we. It, no, wasn't wasn't like. I don't remember much about the Vietnam War, but wasn't like it's the so whole thing. It's so funny that I'm tearing up. It's like <laughs> you get a bunch of farmers with their pitchforks coming at you. Get out our land. <laughs> 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 they got, there's, there's Wolverine the, and Mel Gibson like running away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're coming at the Vietnamese. The Mercs and Weapon X are working. <laughs> there's the Vietnamese Captain America takes away his takes off his straw hat, puts it on his arm. I am Captain Vietnam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how we start mentioning racism and we end up with racism. <laughs> I can do it. I'm I'm part of this race. You're, you are Vietnamese, so it's all good. <laughs> you know when the the entire running gag gimmick. For Mel Gibson's character is that he's crazy. Yeah. Which Mel Gibson is crazy. Which this proves it. In real life, um, he's crazy? Yeah, he, he fucking went on a racial slurs about his wife in that. You don't remember that? No. And this whole religious thing that he went on, Tyrant and that, like five or six years ago? No, he's crazy. Really good actor, though. I think he's still a good actor. He can make really good movies. Not as good as Ben Affleck. What does he do now? Good. He's a director. He directed like two or three films. 
and uh, he was uh, he's coming back as an actor as well. Like he was in the the Gringo or a Gringo. They should make Lethal Weapon Five, where he really is too old for this shit. Oh fucking Danny Glover dies. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm too old for the shit. Dies. Yeah, dies. <laughs> that's how it starts. Yeah, like a heart attack. Yeah, and then Mel and then it'll be, it'll be Mel Gibson and uh, Chris Rock, and then Mel Gibson would be saying, "I'm too old for this shit." Yeah, it's like generations, dude. That'd be cool. That'd be, that's how they should have done Ghostbusters. Like oh yeah, but Ghostbusters decided to just change it to feminism. Yeah, that's like, which I'm I'm was, all for. I'm all feminism. for, but I, it should have been in the same universe. Yeah, and they should have had the original Ghostbusters hand the mantle to them, like have them hire them to yeah. take over because they're too old for the shit. Because they just all they did was reboot it, right? Yeah, which is kind of disappointing. And then like half the characters except one were in it. The uh, the craziness is that like when they first introduce uh, Mel Gibson and he's doing that drug deal. Well, first he's trying to commit suicide or th- debating about committing suicide, which you find out later is because his wife died in a car accident two years prior. And then you see him uh, doing his work and how unstable he is for work. The reason why they transfer him, and he's doing a drug bust. I wish I was that crazy. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. I was like, I was that's like, pretty was legit. Like, the moment there, I was like. Is he acting, or is he just being Mel Gibson? <laughs> he's just like, hey, this is my badge. That's, and then the guy's like, that's a fake badge. He's like, is this a fake gun? gun? And then like they have this like massive gun shootout. No, but before that, it's so stupid. He's like, get, get on the ground. You think I'm crazy? He slaps two guys before pulling out his gun. Oh, yeah. No, the thing is, like, like the first thing, it's like, he's like, oh, like how much do you want for it? And he's like, 100 Yeah. Do you like it? 100 And he starts pulling out $100. I thought it was $100, too. And I was like... Shit, drugs like, no, are cheap back then. He's like, no, a hundred thousand. And then he's like, oh. oh. And he pulls out his badge. Yeah. He's like, man, you gotta be crazy. The fake badge. He's like, oh, am I crazy? Am I <laughs> crazy? Them. And he does a fucking uh, Three Stooges moment where he's like, he like slaps himself, pokes the guy in the eye, slaps the dude. And then a dude comes out from the truck and shoots. And then shoots his friend. Shoots his friend because Mel Gibson has the force and can tell what's behind him. Yeah, he's Han Solo. Yeah. And then the moment where he shoots the one dude, this dude does so much. He's. Rolling around, like, because he's doing the the rolling on the ground, yeah. traditional action cop, what's known for action cop movies now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, like, rolling on the ground, shooting people left and right, always getting them that bullseye shot. Mm-hmm. And then the one guy dies, and then he rolls around on top of the guy. <laughs> yeah. And then he's yelling, where's your buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? And then while you hear the guy groaning, you're like, oh. And he's like, he pretty, I'm pretty confident he sacks him. And the guy like immediately, the guy who's supposed to be dead gets sacked, and he goes like he like immediately crips, and he goes like, <laughs> and he gets him, like pulse. <laughs> and they did not cut that out. Nope, you don't need that. Cut oh, out. it was so fucking funny. And like that's that's literally Mel Gibson's character for, throughout the, most of the film. Like the part where he has to get the guy off the from jumping, mm-hmm. and then he's like talking to him, and he's like to, doing what he's supposed to do. They don't like, even need to, cause there's the the little inflatable the, thing already. That, when they get there just let him jump when I get there like was the inflatable thing there when they first got there right I didn't see it at first okay no yeah you don't see it at first I guess Mel so, was supposed I'm to like, be buying time for them to inflate it yeah but still I just thought maybe like they were shooting it uh, they jumped and they accidentally got the stunt mattress and shot and <laughs> like, shot, they're like, just oh. like let's just go with it okay yeah because <laughs> this is what it looked like to me it was like they accidentally left it in shot for a second there maybe and I was just like, oh, I'll just run with it. But yeah, like, the entire time he's, like, crazy. Like, like he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm talking to you saying you're not the only one. I have the same feelings. Everybody shares the same suicidal thoughts, blah, blah, blah. You didn't mm-hmm. have to be wrong. 
and then he handcuffs the guy. Yeah. And, and then, then jumps off. And then he's I'm like, like, you want to die? You want to jump? I'll jump. <laughs> it's like immediately 360 yeah. twists halfway through. Jumps down. It, was, it made no sense. And then there's the part where they're uh, at the pool when they try to, they have a lead over the drugs we're coming jump? from. Oh, you jumped over there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, just, okay. I'm just maintaining a melody. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like where you are right now. All right, I know. Yeah, and then the like. With the, the, the pool with the hookers there, and then they hand, he, Mel Gibson handcuffs the hookers to a tree. A tree, and then yeah, this is like immediately after, almost like a couple scenes after, yeah, the jumping off the the building, and Murtog Glover's character shoots the guy in the leg, and he's like, "I shoot the guy in the leg, so we can talk and ask him questions." And the guy pulls a gun, so Mel Gibson shoots him in the chest. I had I had a note about this, but ah <laughs> oh, man, I quoted I quoted at this part, but I left the notes at home. So I have to remember by head. It was like, uh, Merc, Merc, is his name? Murtog. Merc it is. Merc was like, Glover. Glover was like, oh yeah, so I shot him in the leg so I could just stand here and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> you do the work. I'm going to stand here and be happy. And I'm like, I would love to do that. Just stand uh, somewhere and be happy be. during work. Is. But work sucks. Yeah, we should be cops. Yeah, we should be cops. <laughs> buddy cops. This is a movie called Let's Be Cops. That's a buddy cop film. We sh- it came we out sh- like two years ago. There should be a movie called Buddy Cop. There's a couple of dicks. Oh, no. Okay. Which is which I think is it's uh, Kevin Smith. Well, it's not called A Couple of Dicks. It's... Oh. um. Might actually be called Buddy Cop. <laughs> it's um Bruce Willis and... Um, not it, Kevin Hart. Is it Die Hard? No. It's Die Hard. It's supposed to be like Die Hard, but it's apparently it's not that good. I mean, if Bruce Willis is in it, then it's Die Hard. It's always Die Hard. Yeah. Or... Six Sense. He's always dead in the end of yeah. the movie. Die Hard turns out he's dead the entire yeah. time. He's a Christmas ghost from Christmas Pass, and he fades yeah. away. <laughs> Split? That's what Die Hard is. Split? No, Die Hard. Die Hard is just a retelling... Split. ...of... No, not Split. The movie. Christmas Carol, where, where Bruce Willis is the ghost... No, I was of, gonna of Christmas Future, and uh, what's his face? The main villain, Alan Rickman, is Scrooge. <laughs> you mean Snape? Him. Snape. He's he's the, dead. Alan Rickman is the main villain in uh, in Die Hard. Oh, really? This is his first American role. Oh, I don't know where you're talking about. Man. I was going yeah. towards the other route. Split. Where I kept saying a split, but it wasn't split. It was that like the split personality one. Yeah, split. What the fuck? Oh, it is split. <laughs> Splice is what I thought split was, but not split because split is what I wanted to be. But I thought I was saying splice as split the whole time. But splice is the one with the alien girl that was mutated and fucked with the Adrian, creator with Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah, Brody, Brody Smith, yeah. great ultimate player. <laughs> so split, no split. split. Split is the one that's tied What's to the other. Split, yeah, is unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. And Bruce Willis plays the same character in both. Yeah. Yeah. Also plays the same character in Die Hard. Yes. Who's also the same character in Sixth Sense. Oh, there we go. And the same character in Zoolander. Oh, man. The tie-ins. He's a great actor. He's Zoolander. He is Zoolander. (laughs) Plastic surgery made him look like uh, Ben Stiller. Oh, he's good. He's a good actor then. (laughs) All right. Back back to the actual movie we were talking about. This is what I mean. This is what we mean by bantering. (laughs) Just go on tangents. We went somewhere far, far away. Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> oh we're back to the episode, first episode now. All right, all right. We're back to Lethal Weapon. All right, back all right, to what Lethal else, Weapon. What else do you have? 
I don't know. I didn't bring notes, remember? <laughs> um, I had... What else, Dad? Oh, you are talking about the pool scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked how the dude... Fell in the water? Fell in the water and started drowning. And they tried to save him? Yeah. But it looked like Mel Gibson was trying to choke him out yeah. <laughs> with the plastic. Yeah. The dude was like... I was like, how did they film that scene? That dude might have died. He probably him. did die. Uh, yeah, he, and they're like, yeah, it's part of the movie. And they're like, oh, fuck, he died. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Just leave it yeah. as is. <laughs> like I said, this movie is so calm. No one cared that everyone died. Yeah, they just like like the entire situation to just get up and leave. Yeah, like if it's there's na- a dead body in the pool. Yeah, there's two hookers running around like tied to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's the perfect crime, and then they just leave and they're and then like they leave the gonna, drugs on the table. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna jump all the way to the end, and go the part where the Glover, oh, the okay. fight scene. Yeah, the fight scene in where the, Glover in the was like. Oh, yeah, no, everyone back off. I take four. Oh, I have that noted. All eight of my notes. My seventh note is Busey and Gibson fight on Murtaugh's front lawn yep. in the rain while cops stand around him in a circle like his fight club. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote, too. Fight club. Police fight club. But like, And then my, and then Riggs wins the fight by putting him in the triangle chokehold. Mm-hmm. And then he gets shot at. <laughs> but he, um, it was... You know, like they wanted, what Glover wanted him to kind of kill him. Yeah, and like, was every cop supposed to be like, "Yeah, that's cool." Yeah, just yeah, kill him, go. Just, just fight, just fight it out. And then he doesn't kill him. He chokes him out with the triangle chokehold. Yeah, and then the cops are stupid. They're like, they pick him up. Don't pick him up like randomly. Yeah, Yeah. and then he grabs the gun from a cop, aims to shoot uh, Gibson, and then Glover and Gibson, flat like a nod back to the moment where the pool guy gets shot. Yeah. They shoot Busey's character simultaneously at the same time. Yeah. And then they have like a kiss and a, a little wank. In the rain. In the rain. Chris and wank in the rain. A kiss in the wank in the rain. That is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my, you like, might even say it's a wet dream. Quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> but now we'll jump back. Yes. Where are we jumping? Well, pick know. a place to jump. I don't know. I got nothing. Where do you want to fly oh, to? I have, a, I have a note here. Oh, uh, you have a note here. One of the yeah, yeah, notes one of that my you notes. Have. So... The moment, like, you know the part where they're, uh, this is like a way jump back, um, after Gary fucking Busey is introduced. They walk by a theater, and in the theater it says, The Lost Boys, Summer Release. That is another movie that came out in 1987 that, uh, Richard Donner produced. Is it The Lost Boys, like? It's a vampire film. Oh. It's a really good film. I was gonna say Peter Pan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're Lost Boys. The movie did a great job erasing my memory. Of the mercenaries. Because the movie goes like normal. Like, oh, murder mystery. Oh, team up. They talk. Oh, yeah. It's like a noir-esque film. And then you get to like one scene where it introduces the villain drug dealing and then putting a lighter to the other guy to show respect. He disappears. Like, all the villains disappear for like... Ever and then Busey shows up randomly a couple yeah. scenes and then like, and they, like they mention him yeah and I, and then after when he gets shot that's where I'm like oh there are bad guys in this sh- show movie they don't bring up like they introduce the Mercs in a separate scene that's unrelated to anything else yeah uh they the only connection that they have to him is when Mel Gibson mentions that um in Vietnam they hired Mercs he was one of them and they used to drug run or something like that yeah heroin um from uh vietnam yeah 
um, for the American government or CIA or something like that. Besides that, they're not mentioned again until the drug dealer's house blows up. There's that entire long five to ten minute scene where they're trying to ask the kid a question. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and my mama said that the cops shoot black people. <laughs> Glover? Glover just, just treated the kids as like very slow handicapped kids. Like, oh, say. oh, hey, kids. His name, his name is Ronald, everybody. This is Ronald. <laughs> so dumb. And I'm like, wow. Those kids, those kids were way too smart. Yeah. Like when they're first introduced, they're way too fucking smart to be talking to them. Yeah. And then that's the only other time until they assassinate the girl's dad. Which the dad. Which by the way, that death scene was fucking ridiculous. He gets shot from the back and the bullet goes through the milk. So the milk's spraying everywhere. Yeah. And then he turns to look out the window. (laughs) (laughs) What shot me? He gets shot two more times. And then what does what does what does Glover do? And Gibson they just like ah oh, shit and they run away. Yeah, they, they pretty much did. I keep saying there's no urgency in this movie. There isn't. The dad was just like, uh oh yeah my my daughter died because she's into drugs and shit. Yeah oh she's in those but he never, videotapes. Yeah, yeah the, the video, pornographic, the pornographic ones. Kind, yeah. <laughs> and I wanted you to get her out of yeah. it. Yeah. And then like the truth comes out and the dude. Like, did not feel any remorse for technically killing his daughter. Yeah. And it's just like, you deserve to die. You deserve to die. Yep. And it's then, like everybody in the entire film were kind of villainous, except Murtaugh. Yeah, and then you go, you go, we jump. He's we're the gonna, only sane one, and even then, he's just like, I just want to retire. <laughs> we're going to jump to where Glover was at, in his house. And freaking weird-ass stuff. I get it. It's evidence and stuff. But you're watching porn. Yeah, yeah. He was like, watching like when he got when, 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 porn. when the Mercs send him the uh, the videotape and then the um, the yearbook, which yeah. I had no idea what the yearbook was about. There was no point. It's just like it just showed that she graduated high school high school four years earlier, yeah. so she's of age. Maybe that's why. So you wouldn't feel bad that you saw a naked girl and she was legal age. I don't think, I that's, think that might be why. I think that would be illegal if that was uh, the, like. It was if it, that was even considered. There's films where they have someone who is the actress is of age, but it's presumed that she's much younger than what she is. Is there? I, I think it's that's illegal. Be. It's mostly Japanese, probably. Yeah, probably Japanese. <laughs> but like, um, well, like fucking uh, Game of Thrones. Daenerys is supposed to be fourteen. I'm fourteen. And she's fucking dude all the time. That. I fuck dudes all the time. You're fucked dudes all the time. <laughs> Is that what you just said? No, I said she's nude all the time. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. The truth comes out, Henry. The truth comes we all, out. We all found out on this podcast. But yeah, like, that's the only, that's the only logical thing I can think of is like, yeah, yeah, you know, she's she's 22. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then she's watching the videotape. The videotape had nothing to do with evidence with either. Anything. It was just three girls that were topless it was like and bathing i think like all i can think of was, was it was the mercs taunting murtaugh letting him know like i we know what you're up to yeah but that's the only is thing that, they, like, is that considered the only, porn back then in the 80s what a random vhs tape no like, that's only distributed via like letters that, to cops <laughs> like that like them showering is that considered porn that's softcore that, that's softcore that's softcore, that's softcore as hell but that's like an American again, though, Apparel watched, commercial. He only watched like two minutes of it. Yeah, that's true. American Apparel doesn't exist anymore. Is it gone? It apparently they shut down a year ago. Oh, 
Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> they got bought out by some Canadian athletic company, and oh. they sh- got shut down. Aeropostale is gone. They used to shop there all the time. Yeah, you're weird, you hipster. Woo! Hipster. Where? I don't know. What else do we have? I have no idea where we are. We keep Oh, going. the part in the club. So after they get tortured. Oh, yeah. After, after Everyone whole, was so calm. Like, like, like. like so the bartender the, got shot dead. Like, there's a guy, there was a guy sitting in front of the, the bar. Yeah, was he the bartender? No, was he the bar? I don't know. He's the ball guy. Okay, by the way, when they're in the desert. Mm-hmm. And they have that they're trying to save the uh, the girl. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Murtaugh's daughter. They, <laughs> guys, we're jumping all over the place. We are. Um, there's the random bald guy who was never introduced to the film until that very moment, and all of a sudden he's a key player. Who's the bald guy? There's, remember the part where the the guy who's talking to Murtaugh about getting his daughter back, in the middle of the desert. No. With the other UCs like wandering around or whatever it is he's in like the car or the helicopter or something like that. Mm-hmm. He walks up to Murtaugh and he's like he's the one dealing with. He has, like, the glasses, and he's trying to talk to um, Murtaugh about the daughter. Oh, I thought right? that was, like, the... He's a bald... It's just some random bald dude. I'm like, my fucking thing was, like, like who's the fucking bald dude? You don't see him again after that scene, and then he's standing in front of the bar, and then Murtaugh and Gibson comes out of the back of the, of the club, and they shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? There's the bald guy again, and he dies, and I'm like, what the fuck was the purpose of the bald guy? <laughs> Have been busy the entire time. Maybe in the he, maybe he was a cousin of like <laughs> the the director or something. He's like, hey, you think I can get like a scene or two and get some money? He's like, oh yeah, no problem. But like, like I know exactly what they pay that guy for a speak on roll. For no, that could have been busy. It was a long speak on roll. Yeah, he was like there for five minutes talking. It could have been busy. Just you're paying for fucking busy. Have busy talking. <laughs> no, but like he's doing he dies, stuff. But the thing is, he, the guy gets shot. At the bar, mm-hmm. and no one can. And then they, they walk ten feet, and there's like thousands, there's hundreds of people just sitting there yeah. watching a band playing. And then someone else Nobody gets reacts. shot, and no one cares. And then when the the mobsters shoot back, that's when that's they're like, when "Oh my god!" Out. They they don't question why there's two guys walking around, like one like dude half, half naked, naked the other one's and like holding bloody. guns. Yeah. <laughs> no one questions. Typical it. Tuesday, man. That's oh my man. This is the 80s. It's such a is... weird time. I kind of wish I was born back then. Yeah, but you'd be approaching dead right now if you were. Oh, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> At least I could afford a house, right? Uh, Well, kind of. Uh, if you live here. I mean, back then you could. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, before the Great Vancouver Depression. became Vancouver. Yeah. The Vancouver Depression. Yeah. Sad. All right, what else do you want to talk about the movie? We... I mean, we we didn't finish the movie yet. We we're we didn't reach the end. Oh yeah, there's, we jumped to the end. What else was there? Like so, yeah. There's they had that uh, the face off at the end with the fight. They had the rescue scene with the daughter. So they rescued the daughter. Right there it is. During the um <laughs> during the freaking sandstorm. Yeah, the, the they, tra- the they tried to rescue her, but they all get caught. The daughter. Caught again. Was like jumping around while bullets were flying. Yeah, she's like, she's like, like ah! and then and then Murtaugh was like, it's like, get, get in the down. fucking car, yeah. get in the car, get down or something. <laughs> My God, she was just jumping. And then she around. drives away, and what's up with the helicopter trying to stop her? Right? It was like it was like just bouncing off the top. It would of the not helicopter. do anything. It would just like it's there to like visually sh- watch. Sh- shoot out the fucking tires or yeah. something. God, everyone's man. Like leading to that, Gibson's character gets shot. 
by Busey with a shotgun, mm-hmm. and he flies through a window. Oh yeah, that was a good, and that was then a good they, shot. They, and there's like, oh, they'll think we're dead. They think I'm dead. They think I'm dead. S- couple scenes later, Busey calls the police station. Is like, we're with the news. We want to re- uh, hear about the um, the incident of the death of a God, police cops officer. And then the cop is like. Yeah, Riggs is dead. Yeah, yeah. Cops are idiots in that movie. And they're like, okay, cool. And they hang up on him. Yeah, and the guy just starts smiling. He's like... It's like, it's like the Han Solo scene. Where it's like, if, if Busey was Han Solo, yeah. it's like, how are things? Yeah. He's dead? Cool. Hangs up. Right. Hello? <laughs> so weird. Uh, movie cops are dumb. Fuck, man. <laughs> like, they let that happen. They let the freaking fight club begin. They let everything happen. Yeah, they, they don't no do cares. anything. It's yeah. the 80s, man. Totally different time. They shoot black people <laughs> and they don't care. At least that's what your mom said. Well, yeah, the kid's mom. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, after they kill Busey, they have a scene where. Well, there's a scene of like Fast and Fierce in this, too, where they have Mel Gibson. Uh. Glover has Gibson over for dinner, and they have that whole family scene where everybody's getting along, and oh, that, yeah. and then uh, Gibson's daughter, uh, Don, Donald Donald Glover's daughter, Makes is flirting. Eyes, yeah. is, is all flirting with Mel Gibson, who's probably in this movie 10, 20 years older than her. <laughs> That's fine. She and then and then the little the two her little brother and little little sister are mocking her because of it. They make a rap song. <laughs> they do, and then the dad joins in. Just because they're black, they have to make a rap song. And then, and then, and then he's like, "Yo, dad, yo, the kid's like, yo, dad, you should try it." And yeah. the dad tries rapping. They never cut to him doing it. You no. just hear him doing it. Yeah, <laughs> it just goes to it. And yep. you're like, "Oh, okay, sure, why not?" Guess this is happening. Man, and then they they redo that scene at the end. They, they do a callback to it where they have him. Uh, where Gibson's about to leave, and then uh, Glover's like, "No, come in. We're having turkey dinner." He knew, he he was waiting for the. But yeah, the dog was waiting on the yeah, porch. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. He <laughs> the was dog waiting. Was like, for... Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> knew this was gonna happen. He was waiting for it to happen. That's why he walked so slowly. He's like, "Yeah, uh, here's a bullet. Uh, that here, I won't kill myself." And then he's like, "Walk." He's like, "Okay, uh, no, I I can't come in. Uh, I got things to do." And then Glover comes out. He's like, you want to stay? He's like, yeah, 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 I want to yeah, stay. stay. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Come here hey, hey. I brought someone else. Here. Let's go. <laughs> Free food tonight, honey. <laughs> Woo. Oh, man. Crazy <laughs> shit. The 80s. Fuck Weren't you man. born in the 80s? Uh, Late 80s, yeah. Yeah. You were born on the year that this movie came out. Close to. No, on the year. Sure. Good year. Good year. Good year. I think 69 is a better year, but that's just me. <laughs> Bad joke. That's a horrible the joke. The summer of 69? Summer of 69. That had really good cars, too. Life was different. VNA. Did you watch the drive-ins when you were a kid? Yeah, I've gone through drive throughs drive throughs uh, Drive-in? Drive-in theaters, yeah. Yeah. drive throughs is what you do when you pick up food. I do that, too. <laughs> Man, yeah. I, I always wanted to drive a drive-in. There was a lot of one cool? up by where I lived. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Was the picture quality good? It's like your average normal theater quality. Oh. Sound usually is kind of missy because you have to sync up the radio to it. The radio? Yeah. The one I went to, they um, the they broadcast uh, the drive drive through had their own little radio radio station thing. Yeah. And you had to sync your radio to that station. Oh, so everyone has their own radio in their car and then yeah, and you listen through your car. Um, I know some American Sometimes ones. There's delays. There's in some American ones, not in other 
theater, uh, drive-in theaters, they would have a, a speaker unit yeah. that you would put on your car window oh, okay. or something like that, and then you would get the speaker through that. Hmm. So, man. There you go. I don't even remember the last movie I saw in a drive-thru. Or drive-in. <laughs> drive-thru. <laughs> you got I, me saying drive-thru. The last movie I saw was uh, McDouble with uh, six-piece nuggets. That's my drive. <laughs> McDouble with six-piece nuggets. Yeah. Uh, it's my drive-thru movie. All right, so what were your uh, final thoughts on uh, Lethal Weapon for your first time ever seeing it? I would give it five hollow point bullets out of six. I'm too old for this shit. I would do four crazy Mel Gibsons out of one old Danny Glover. Oh, he's too old for this shit. Always. Can't wait for, to watch the f- next few movies, though. Yeah, uh, next film, uh, to continue our theme for this month, uh, the Buddy Cop movie, we're looking at the infamous Not the game. Michael Bay Trash movie, Wars. Bad Boys, starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do? What, what you gonna, gonna do when we come for you? I swear, I thought that was part of the movie. They, I'm pretty sure they say it. Yeah, but I thought it would be. I the can't song. remember. There's two. It should be the song. They both feel the same in my brain. That should be the song, but no, clearly it isn't. No, it's really. it's the song for the TV show Cops where they run around shooting black people. <laughs> <laughs> like Mama says, Mama, why are you always right? Why are you always right, Mama? <laughs> Mama, you scary. <laughs> Anyways, well, that is the end of this podcast for today. Tune back next week for Bad Boys. Oh, is there is there Will Smith rapping this? There has to be a real Will Smith rapping this. I have no idea. We are the Man in Black. The be the We are. He sing. It's him covering the Bad Boys theme. <laughs> oh, he better be. He that should be his gimmick. Just that, singing a song for every film he's in. Yeah. I want him to do that again. Yeah. Like this, I think only two films. Person of Happiness, he should have done. Independence Day, he should have done. Like every movie, he should have done. Yeah, like I Am Legend. I Am Legend. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been the song for him. I Am Legend. Yeah, it's Will Smith. Exactly. Uh, all right, and as always, no one cares. Bye. 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 Bye.